the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. I speak with you in the name of God, the Father and Mother of us all. Amen. You may have heard that verse from the 10th chapter of the Gospel of John before, that Jesus came to give us life more abundantly, abundant life. Abundant life has even been a catchphrase sometimes in the church world, and it's true. Jesus came not to kill or destroy or to steal, but to give us life, abundant life. However, that word abundant is tricky in our American context because every other voice out there is telling us that abundant life is equal to the accumulation of possessions. From every commercial we see, every radio ad we hear, every pop-up uh, on a, a web page, they're all trying to get us buy something and sell us something based on the fact that they are telling us that an abundant life is about having things and more things. And he who has the most toys wins. But we know deep down that that's not true. And it's been known for a long, long time. Even Jesus said, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And what is it to possess the world and to lose your soul? Jesus called in the notion of possessing things as filling a life into question all the way back then. And he wasn't the first. So we know that you cannot fill your life with stuff. So what is this abundant life that Jesus offers us? What is this abundant life that Jesus wants to give? What, what, the purpose of Jesus coming into the world is to give us abundant life. What is this abundant life? There's an acronym. I'm stealing it from my father, but it's an acronym for the word life. And I want you to remember it. L stands for love. I stands for imitate Jesus. F stands for feed and be fed. And E stands for enthusiasm. Love, imitate Jesus, feed and be fed, enthusiasm. Love is what fills our life. Love is central to life. Love is so central to creation that the scriptures even tell us that God is love in the epistle of James. Jesus himself said that the greatest commandment was to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself. From that, we learn that loving our neighbor and loving God is how we learn to love ourselves. Love is the center. And love is what fills a life. 
unlike what any car or food or drug or physical encounter could ever do. Love is what feel, fills us and is the life, the abundant life that Jesus came to give us. And we learn how to live into that love by imitating Jesus. We learn how to imitate Jesus and what ways to imitate Jesus by reflecting on Holy Scripture. In the gospel stories, we reflect on Jesus's life and ministry, the ways that he forgave people, the ways that he loved people, the way that he healed people, and the ways that he fed people. We're going to come back to that one in a moment. But not just the Gospels, also the New Testament scriptures, where, Jesus, where other folks were reflecting on the life and ministry of Jesus and what he did in his life, death, and resurrection, and how that enables us to be caught up in God's love, caught up in the kingdom of God right here, right now. And not just in the Gospels or the rest of the New Testament, but all of Scripture, including the Old Testament, where we learn about God's covenant of love from prophets and sages, men and women of faith who lived into the covenant with God that was based on God choosing a people to love as a light to all the nations. That God wanted to be in relationship with us to fill us with love and give us abundant life. As I mentioned a minute ago, when we reflect upon scripture, we learn how to imitate Christ. And especially one of the things that Christ did, which is to feed people. Not just in the stories of the feeding of the multitudes, not just in the stories of the Last Supper, but the way he fed people spiritually as well as physically. And there's not a ranking of the two. It's not more important to feed people physically than it is to feed them spiritually or more important to feed people spiritually than it is to feed them physically. It's important to do both. It's important to put food into hungry stomachs. And it's important to put the word of God, the love of God, into hungry souls. Just like it is no more important to love your neighbor than it is to love yourself when you're pursuing the love of God. Those things aren't ranked. Neither is feeding or being fed. Jesus fed souls when he would talk to, engage with, respect those that society said not to. The woman with a hemorrhage was considered unclean. Jesus never should have been around her, yet he heals her. We hear stories like that over and over again, and that empowers us and encourages us to imitate Jesus in feeding people, both body and soul, and we will find that we are fed both body and soul, in the process. And this also feeds, imitating Jesus feeds our enthusiasm. It may seem weird to talk about enthusiasm right now while we're going through this pandemic. And indeed, I'll be honest with you, my enthusiasm took a hit this week. 
it ebbed, it was at a low. And we've all had those days recently, we've all had those weeks recently when our enthusiasm ebbed, when it took a dip, when it was at a low. But then today, I was watching a video about a word, it was a, a word to the church from presiding bishop uh, Michael Curry, where he was talking about all the things that he has seen this church do right now. Across the Episcopal Church, he's hearing stories of feeding, of soup kitchens and food pantries. He's hearing stories of small groups gathering in prayer. He's hearing stories of, of the word being preached and people being brought together in worship in creative ways. When he said these things, that th things that he's seen all over the place, I realized here in the Church of the Nativity, we're doing all of those things. Our food pantry is still going. We're still helping people through the discretionary fund. We're still gathering for prayer four nights a week in Compline and the worship of God, remembering the great things that God has done and praying on behalf of ourselves and others for God to continue to do great things. We're being fed and we're feeding and that makes me enthusiastic. That feeds my enthusiasm and I want it to feed yours too. I want your enthusiasm to be fed by all the ways that we get to feed each other physically and spiritually right now. It is a way that we imitate Christ in the life of love. My brothers and sisters, Jesus came to bring us life more abundant, not through more possessions, but through more love. We access that love by imitating Jesus when we feed and we are fed with enthusiasm. My brothers and sisters, I mean it every time I say it. God loves you more than you could possibly imagine. And I invite you into this abundant life right now, today.